Welcome to the Inventory Nation podcast, a show designed to bring you the incredible voices and stories of veterinary professionals coast to coast, all while helping you to manage and control your inventory. I'm your host, Nicole Clausen, coach, advisor, and champion for veterinary teams and their inventory. Joining you live from the mountains of Montana, welcome to the show. Hello, welcome back to the Inventory Nation podcast. I am so excited that you're here. So grateful for you to be tuning in today. So on this episode, I'm going to be talking all about some revenue leaks that I often see in practices. But before we get started, it is Valentine's Day. That's when I'm recording this episode. And Valentine's Day is one of my favorite holidays because I feel like, I don't know, I just love love. So I just want to take this opportunity to tell you how much I love that you are a part of our little corner of the veterinary med world. How just grateful I am and just truly cherish the opportunity to help you achieve your inventory goals. So just wanted to say thank you and share a little bit of what's on my heart. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right in. So this episode, we're really going to be talking about um, a really big revenue leak that I see, right? So, so much of the time we're talking about controlling our costs, minimizing our costs, but I find oftentimes we aren't even looking at another side of the coin and that's our revenue. So, One of the ways that I just wanted to kind of address this is talking about discounts within your practice. So if you've heard me talk about your cost of goods sold before, right, we've kind of talked about this concept of your product to service mix, right? So depending on, you know, the amount of products you're in, that are on your shelf, the amount and the volume of the things that you're selling versus kind of the revenue that you're generating from not only your inventory, but services as well. That ratio and that kind of mix, that will greatly influence what your cost of goods are. And so as we're thinking about, okay, how do I control my inventory costs? How do I bring my cost of goods down? You know, what does that look like for my particular practice? You know, not only do we want to think about you know, minimizing our costs, but also keeping in mind that controlling our inventory costs is not just about spending less. Because if we are not generating revenue as we should, or as we expect, it changes that ratio, which means it also changes our cost of goods percentage. So anytime that we are selling a product, or a client is walking out the door with a particular product, but we are not generating a revenue from that, that automatically means that our cost of goods are going to increase. And so, you know, looking at what our revenue is can be an incredibly important part of, you know, just managing our practice. So, 
one of the big things that I see is discounts, right? Let's say that Mrs. Jones comes in, she had, you know, like a $175 bill. Let's just say that's what our invoice totaled to. Um, but, you know, let's just say like, you know, a doctor discounted the nail trim off, right? So they're like, oh, it's just a quick nail trim, right? We'll just discount that off for you. Now, all of a sudden, we're reducing the amount of revenue that we are generating, even though, as we all know, nail trims are not a quick and easy thing. It's always a kind of labor-intensive thing, especially if we have one of those breeds that makes it extra super fun. So all of a sudden now from this appointment, we're spending maybe even more time, right? Because maybe the dog was fussy or the cat was not having it. And, you know, we had to kind of go slow and take our time. And so not only are we taking away our team from something that they could be doing otherwise, but now we've just discounted the price of that nail trim off. So we haven't generated revenue for it. So how can you kind of identify and look at the volume of discounts that are going on in your practice? So, and I actually just saw this today, it came across, I don't know, something. And I'm so sorry, I forget who it was even from, but it said like, um, 98% of veterinarians have recently felt pressured to either discount or take something off of the invoice. 98%. That's a huge percentage. And so, you know, in a lot of the practices that I have worked in and consulted for, I have seen that discounts can be a huge, huge just point of contention, area of frustration, and sometimes you know, um, practices don't even realize the amount that they're discounting every single week, every single month, every single year. So just a quick little story. So um, I have this very dear client. We started working together like several years ago. They have a number of different locations and one of their locations, they were having some cost of goods problems, right? And so they kind of brought me into this location and I start off, um, you know, how I always normally do with an audit and analysis. And so that's where I am. I look at every single product that's in the practice. I look at the um, total cost of that product and then the revenue that's generated. And um, then I kind of look at their cost of goods overall. So I just dive into a bunch of different pieces, right? And so on this particular audit and analysis, I was finding time and time again where, you know, the revenue generated was not what they expected. So they were generating much less revenue from these particular products than they expected. And so I am, <laughs> I love like the investigative part, right? So I'm, um, you know, working with the hospital administrator and we're, you know, doing a review of this analysis and we just kind of start to diving into things. And we're like, what is happening? What is going on? And so we kind of like start peeling back the layers and it comes to find out that a number of team members were heavily, heavily discounting 
um, without any authorization, without anyone knowing. And so a lot of these patients were seeing huge and significant discounts, um, you know, and so a, a significant portion of revenue was being missed because of these significant uh, discounts. And so we were just able, as soon as we kind of like started diving really into the practice management system, we were finding all of these areas where folks are just not getting charged for. So, um, you know, and that was pretty astonishing because it was a significant amount that was being discounted every single month. Um, and it was a pretty serious, you know, and then looking at the profit and loss statement, it was incredibly, you know, evident when I was taking a look there. So anyways, I just want to share that, you know, Sometimes, you know, we can kind of be in the thick of things and not even really realize, oh, hey, wait a second, like this is way more than I expected. So, you know, I I know that um, it can kind of be overwhelming, especially if you aren't quite sure how to use your practice management system. So I just kind of wanted to share in this episode some ways you can use to track and identify discounts. Now, of course, this will depend on the type of practice management system that they're using and the systems and processes that they have. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to kind of like touch on processes for a moment because, you know, I think in the last couple of episodes and um, this one included, you know, talking a lot about um, processes and procedures that we can set up in our inventory in our practice to make things, to make sure that things are running really smoothly and efficiently. And I think sometimes when we think about, you know, what is a process or a policy, right, we kind of like have this idea or picture in our mind of like this huge rule book, you know, that's like super out of touch and like just, you know, is it reality? And then as soon as, you know, things get busy or like real life happens in the practice, this quote unquote rule book goes out the window. But I just really invite you, you know, especially as I'm talking about these processes and procedures, just to think about it a little bit differently, right? So when I'm talking about processes and this is how I like to set them up and this is how I, you know, believe um, that it makes the most sense for me is that processes and procedures are truly just a supportive framework, right? So they are a framework that really supports you when things get crazy. So instead of like throwing out the rule book because it's like archaic and it doesn't make sense and it's out of touch with reality, the process that we're talking, like they actually help support you when it gets crazy town, right? When your team is like, oh my gosh, how do I do this? What do I do this? What do I do that? And you're trying to place payroll and then you're trying to place an order and then you have an angry client up front and then you have two no-shows and you're trying to hire a new tech, you know, <laughs> so then you can just kind of like grab this process and you're like, okay, this is what I do. I go A, B, C, D, E, right? And so it takes kind of like the chaos and the guesswork out of it. And so as we talk about processes, you know, sometimes I know people have like a visceral reaction to it and they're like, oh, SOPs, gross. Get that out of here. But I just invite you to kind of think about it differently and think about like, oh, how can I actually set up a framework that helps me and makes sense and supports me in my ability to manage and lead my practice? So just kind of throwing that out there before we um, really dive in here. Okay. 
So back on track here. So how do we actually track and identify discounts in our practice management software? So there's a lot of different ways that you can do this, and it kind of depends on which features or um, benefits are included in your software. But a lot of times there is an audit report or an adjustment report. Um, And so with the audit report, typically it'll work where it'll track the number of discounts or it'll track like what was discounted. So if you pull the audit report, you can kind of see all of the patients that had discounted pricing, um, discounted things. You know, of course, that doesn't miss or doesn't catch missed charges, but you'll be able to run a report to see, um, you know, who got discounts, et cetera, et cetera. And so oftentimes, Um, It'll total this number, right? So you could pull this every week. You could pull this every month. You could take a look and see, you know, what is the volume of discounted, discounted things that are happening. Now, the one downfall of that is if you have like discounts kind of already set up, right? So like, let's say, you know, you have packages and you have them discounted, And so that automatically your software thinks that that's a discount. So if that's the case for your software, we want to be able to differentiate between what is a good discount or what's a discount that we have already set up versus what was a discount that was kind of like a one-off type of a thing. And so when we're looking at this audit report, that's one of the things that we want to take into consideration is, you know, making sure that we differentiate between the two, an intentional discount and then something that was kind of a one off situation. And so that's a really good place to start um, is just with that audit report. The other thing that you can do is you can take a look, you know, at your profit and loss statement. Of course, this isn't going to identify discounts um, in and of itself, but you can kind of see if particular categories, if you're generating the revenue that you'd expect Or if you are like, hmm, wait a second, my revenue seems really low in comparison to my costs. That's when you can kind of start to investigate further. Like, oh, are we having mischarges? Are we having discounts? Stuff like that. So if you don't have that type of audit report in your practice management system, that's a good place to start. Um, Sometimes practices um, will set up like kind of discount codes. And so you can see like some will have like, oh, um, you know, professional courtesy discount or something like that. And so you can see, you can kind of like run a total for that particular item. And then you can say like, oh, you know, last year in 2021, we had $157,000 in discounts. Then you could say like, okay, wait a second. If we, you know, grossed $1.5 million, but we had our discounts were 157000 that's a huge percentage of our revenue. So if you have kind of like individual codes, that can be helpful as well. Um, I know sometimes, um, you know, when we have those discount codes, um, you know, maybe we aren't looking at the total so very often. So then when you do, it's kind of shocking, right? Because if you look at it over six months, or if you look at it over a year, you're like, 
holy buckets, you know, like I was not expecting it to add up that quickly, you know, but if you're seeing, I don't know, like 20 patients a day or 30 patients a day or whatever that looks like for your particular practice, and you have, let's just say like a nail trim discounted every other appointment, that's going to add up crazy fast for you. So that can be another place to look at and find it in your software. Um, and so those are kind of like typically the three biggest ones that I see, right? So running a, um, um, an audit report from your practice management system, looking at your profit and loss. And then if you have individual discount codes, just to see the volume there. Um, and so those are some really good ways to kind of see if you're having discounts. Um, and then if you're not able, right? So if your practice management system doesn't have that audit report, or maybe your profit and loss statement isn't broken up by subcategories. And so you don't really have a lot of, um, you know, information to find that there, you know, that's when you can kind of like see what is going to actually work with your practice management system. Actually, from now, I'm just going to say PIMS because it's, I don't know, it's kind of a mouthful. So you can set up like those individual codes, or I would just really invite you to talk with your support team to say like, hey, how can I actually set up to make sure that I'm tracking discounts? Um, you know, because that can, that can be significant. Then, you know, it's also helpful if you can see who is actually doing the discounting, right? If you have, you know, let's just say like, eight team members, right? And two out of the eight are, you know, discounting significantly in comparison to other team members. Like that's a really good piece of information to know. And that gives us a baseline to be kind of curious and ask them and try to find out what's happening there. Um, you know, because if you have like some, you know, just on average, maybe let's say your team discounts like $500 per team member every month, but then you have like two team members that are discounting by like $10,000, right? That's kind of like a pump the brakes, like what's happening kind of a situation. So, um, if you don't have that audit trail, I really highly recommend trying to set up these, you know, like I said, systems and processes to kind of see, okay, how do I track these? How can I identify these discounts? And what does that look like for me? And so kind of like once you get that figured out, how you can track them, what that looks like, the next step is kind of like, okay, how often am I going to check this? And once I get this information, what am I going to do with it, right? So we kind of want to establish a baseline. I think there's, you know, it's really hard to like imagine a case where you would never, ever, ever have any discounts, right? Just because, you know, I feel like discounts and, you know, are just kind of a thing in customer service um, or for any other reasons, right? Maybe you had to rerun a lab test or all these different things. So maybe it's, 
never the case that you're not going to have any discounts, but what would be like normal? What is the reference range for your practice? So that you know, like, oh, okay, you know, I expect a hundred to five hundred dollars every month, let's just say. And then so you're kind of tracking that on a regular and routine basis. And then all of a sudden you have a month where you have like eight thousand dollars in discounts. That's where you can kind of take a step back and go, wait a second here, what is happening? The other piece that kind of plays into this, this isn't as much as like tracking and how to identify this, but a really common area that I see discounting happens is when um, clients are quoted for surgical procedures or extensive procedures and something happens during the procedure. Um, so maybe they were under anesthesia much longer than expected or a tooth was much harder to extract than they expected or something took a lot longer. Um, a lot of times we'll discount that down to, um, you know, whatever we quoted the client. But I think, right, um, I think there's a lot of factors that go into this, right? But I think that sometimes even just, let's say a dog was under anesthesia for, let's just say like, for example, sake, an hour longer than expected, right? So that's an hour longer of monitoring time, anesthesia time, um, you know, whatever kind of charges go along with that. And so that can often be hundreds um, of dollars that you're discounting, right? And so what if that happens like once a day or once a week, you know, that can really add up fast. And so kind of thinking through um, kind of that framework again is like, what do we do if our dental estimates are way off, right? Do we need to revisit how that we're creating these dental estimates? Do we need to, you know, maybe have like a pre-dental exam so we can kind of like get more information before scheduling? Um, you know, what does that look like for your particular practice? So if you're kind of noticing, you're like, oh, whoa, we are discounting by hundreds and hundreds of dollars, like very commonly, you know, is there something that we can do preemptively before we ever get to the discount stage to kind of eliminate some of that. And so those are just kind of some of the things to think about, right? Um, is not only how can we set up a process and a framework so that we have the ability to identify and track our discounts, but also what are we going to do with that information? How are we going to use that to better um, improve our practice, improve our management, improve our communication, include our in improve our client experience, all those different things. So that's just kind of my thoughts that I wanted to leave you with today. So just a couple of quick little action steps is I really invite you to just um, go to your practice management system, see if you have a way to pull an audit Hello, words are hard today. Pull an audit report. Um, see if you have the ability to do that. See if you have the ability to see what has been discounted over a time frame. Um, if you don't have the ability to pull an audit report, see if you have individual discount codes set up. Um, and just take a look. What was your discounts over the last six months? Let's just say. See if you can kind of look at your practice management system and pull that information to see what that looks like. Um, and then 
Next step is I just invite you next time you have a management meeting or next time you're talking with your practice owner, or if you are the practice owner, think about, you know, how are these discounts affecting um, my cost of goods? How are they affecting uh, my revenue that I'm generating? How is this affecting the profitability of my practice? Just kind of like sit down and think through those things, um, you know, and see if could I set up a process here? Could I set up a framework? to make sure that I'm tracking these, I'm identifying them. And then once I have that information, what am I actually going to do with it? So to kind of summarize this episode, um, one, you can track discounts um, through a audit trail in your practice management system. You can often find them in your profit and loss statement. You can also find it on individual discount codes and it could have be and it could be another reason so check with your support on your software to see kind of like how uh they handle those um and then um you know what do you kind of do with that information once you know it so i hope you enjoyed this episode of the inventory nation podcast as always it was such a pleasure um let me know if you want to send me a message on Instagram at veterinary care logistics. Tell me if you are able to find, um, you know, how to track the discounts. Were you surprised at what you saw or just come over and say, hi, love to chat with you. Love having conversations. And just as always, I'm just love talking inventory. So <laughs> thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inventory Nation podcast and spending your time with me. I know your time is valuable and in short supply, so it truly is an honor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe or leave a review. Be sure to visit vetlogic.co slash podcast to access the show notes and discover additional links and resources. See you next time.